Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Coming up today on Perpetual Traffic. It is kind of scary. It's it's Google way of saying, give me your website and I will make you rich. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wilders and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Hello and welcome to Perpetual Traffic. This is Kasim Aslam and I'm joined by my business partner, John Moran. John, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me again. I'm excited to be back. Yeah, so we're gonna dive deep into one of Google's newest features, which is Performance Max. Yes, it is kind of scary. It's it's Google way of saying, give me your website and I will make you rich. And I'll do the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's uh, it's moving towards that. now. Good news is it works great for e-commerce. Bad news is it's horrible for lead generation. Uh, what's, what's weird about Performance Max is it was in beta for what, a year? Like mm -hmm. we were trialing this thing at least a year ago and maybe further back, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny is all of a sudden at the at the same time that Discover came came out, Discover campaigns, is when Performance Max came out for lead generation. And 
they've actually kind of said, hey, the Discover campaigns for lead generation are actually better than Performance Max. That's why they gave you like the multiple cards and the video and the... What's the difference? Explain it to our listener. What's the difference yeah. between Performance Max and Discover campaigns? So Discover campaigns are on a limited network and then and Performance Max goes everywhere. So on Discover campaigns, your main source of traffic is going to come from the homepage of Google, which is actually really, really cool because it's targeted to a specific user. But it shows up majority of the time on the little stories that pop now below the search engine, like the homepage, not not the results page, but the page before that. So when you get to Google and you're about to type in something to search, you'll see those articles and there's ad placements there on Discover. And that is you know great for top of funnel introductory type of campaigns, which unfortunately that's where Performance Max actually also likes to live. They actually are also on the Discover network as well. Now the perform and then other parts of discover is going to be uh gsp so gmail ads and they're also on youtube but in a uh, more of an image based or kind of an ad format that you don't necessarily watch a video on youtube you see a listing for it like in the youtube search and results page and then that it's leads actually to kind of funny how aggressive youtube is getting with some of those like those initial discovery ads oh yeah i haven't yeah. seen i mean like i remember youtube back in the day was really ad heavy and then they and then they narrowed it down they sort of slimmed down the ads and now they're bringing them back uh, <laughs> and now they just give you two video ads for each ad that you want or each video you want to watch <laughs> oh it's, un- it's unbelievable you know what i did which i never should have done as a marketer i actually went and paid for uh, youtube premium so I don't have to watch the ads how dare you i know is where i go for everything and now no i don't know man i was just getting overwhelmed by it youtube's targeting is unbelievable Oh, it's scary. It's scary. Yep. Good. Yeah. And it's funny. YouTube is the only campaign that you can actually say like, Hey, I'd like to triple my budget. And they're like, great. We'll give you $2 less cost per conversion. Like it's so scalable. But the, the, the funny thing about performance max for lead generation is it favors just anybody willing to look for any sort of help and not necessarily, you know, the right person. It's just the person that's available now. And it's really content driven, right? It's yeah yeah so well, like instant seo kind of thing yeah well we when we ran because we we spend a high amount of cpc but when we when we run our campaigns we we bid for replacement very specific placement very specific keywords because we know those keywords convert performance max is like we're going to show youtube ad for the person that just found out what google ads was yesterday and is kind of interested and now they want to talk to you and it's going to go and find that person and so it pushes ads both outbound on display. So the entire GDN network, so it's YouTube, it's discovery, it's display. It pushes out plus it does inbound leads for anything kind of closely related to your business or service. And that's the bad part about performance max is it gets to choose the keywords for you and the placement. So person you may not want to have gotten in front of because if they convert would have been bad, performance max can find those people and that really start to bring them in. So that so performance max work better for like an ultra niche, like, you know, garage door repair, right? Like that's so specific. Could it, because I, I hear what you're saying is like, Hey, if there's a long sales cycle, performance max sucks because it doesn't take into consideration the, the full funnel. But what if you have a truncated funnel, you know, like emergency septic, garage door repair, those types of things. Well, the limitations with performance max is you have to put dis- display ad copy in there. You have to put a search ad yet. You, you put it, have to put a video ad. You have to put pretty much, it's almost like saying, hey, we'll just build out all of these campaigns and treat them all the same in one campaign. And it's just going to go find everybody. So for like a garage door repair company, if someone is looking for like how to do it themselves, they're still going to find your ads and go to your website and look mm. along and see if, you know, there's a way for them to tinker it. And you're going to spend money for those people because it's going to measure engagement. Google's like, you're going to pay to educate them. So why is <laughs> performance max sucks for lead generation? Why is it so good for retail? 
Because it's, again, with, with lead generation, if you get a conversion, it could be a horrible conversion because the people just never answer the phone or they don't call back or it's the wrong type of lead or it's the wrong number, whatever it may be. For e-commerce, it's binary. It's did they buy or did they not buy? You know, there's no lead quality in e-commerce. So it just says if I can get a person to purchase and I fall under that cost per acquisition, I won. And it's a much simpler goal rather than you know, with, with lead generation is I might have paid three times as much to get a lead for it to be quality. And you can't, you don't have that type of control and performance specs, but for e-commerce, it's simply just binary. Did I get a sale or did it not? And did I make the money I needed to make? And if I can just rinse and repeat that process multiple times with machine learning. And it's, it's like smart shopping on steroids. Well, so do you think that you could improve performance max for lead generation by using conversion values? Possibly. The problem is that you're going to have to import that back into Google ads based on the results time. yeah yeah and you're basically google's needs you know second by second updates you're like in two weeks i'll let you know what happened with that lead and then hopefully that starts to push the campaign in the right direction but if you're willing to put in the time let's say nine months into this spending 100 grand a month mm -hmm. and actually updating your lead values performance max could in theory have enough data to, to really rock for lead gen yeah yeah what i think google should do is have some sort of you know a least a conversion action that can dictate the the quality of lead. I'm going to do that, right? Like that's why they want us to add conversion values. Yeah, yeah. And I think that what's funny is the conversion value from a lead generation standpoint is hard. It's so funny, dude. Google's saying, hey, lie to me. Like, tell, tell me, me. Yeah. <laughs> tell me anything. Just give me, give me a guess. Tell me the other wrong path to go down. Right. <laughs> so let <laughs> funny. Help me screw you over by <laughs> telling me what this lead might possibly be worth, even though you have no ability to, you know, project that. If you're going to try performance max, for lead generation, think about your form fill. Have qualifiers in there that if they say, man, if they're going to jump through these six hoops I put in front of them, then I want that person. So I'll give you an example. We have a company that sells big metal garages and they're like $120,000 and you can't even actually complete yourself as a lead on their website unless you know the height, width, and length of the building you want to build. They won't, they won't, the, the form is required. So mm -hmm. that that's a really good way of identifying, okay, if they can at least jump through these hoops, then I'll, I'll, I'll take all I can get. So just know that you know, the old way of saying, hey, just first name, email, and phone number, and I'll get the lead. With automated bidding strategies and automated campaigns, and the, the way that Google is working now, it actually can sort of work against you. Because if that lead is, you know, a bad lead, and Google sees it as a as a lead, it's going to try to get, you know, 100 more ASAP. So focus on your forms. If you can start to put in those barriers to entries that are a bit higher, the bit more difficult to simply just easily convert. And then you can lean on machine learning for more of those. That's a way to leverage that. So... Go back to retail. Performance Max for retail works smart shopping on steroids. Are you using this in lieu of smart shopping in addition to smart shopping? Yeah, you almost have to use it in lieu of a lot of other things. So if you would use it in lieu of smart shopping, it actually won't run together. And a lot of search campaigns, even your... Wait, your Performance Max and smart shopping will not run alongside each other? No. No, they actually... Wow. The CSS is targeting the same user. So you actually... Uh, performance max is even a more greedy campaign than smart shopping. So, and, but the best part about performance max is you're not stuck with just maximized conversion value or TROS. You can actually use maximized convergence and target CPA, which I actually like to use target, excuse me, target CPA in e-commerce oh, yeah. campaigns is it's amazing. It's way more granular and competitive, right? Like, yeah. And, and you don't have your, your average car value fluctuating your ad spend. So it, it just becomes a lot more easy to, to work with. So. The bad benefit of using Performance Max for e-commerce is you get more bidding strategies, you get more control, and you get to kind of choose your destiny. If you know smart shopping defaults to, did I get 200 ROAS? No, okay, let's just stop running the campaign. You won't have that with Performance Max. But what's nice about Performance Max is you get to your YouTube videos going, warming up audiences, display doing remarketing. If they search, you know, it has built a shopping ad or a search ad. So 
it, it works really, really well. It attacks everybody in the top of the funnel, even all the way down to the bottom of the funnel, one campaign on all the networks with additional bidding strategies. And if you can get that sale, great. If not, then it's not going to work for you. But well, how does it work inside of the, the shopping feed then? If Performance Max is giving you more flexibility than smart shopping is, I feel like that hurts Google's ability to, to cross-pollinate specifically in the shopping ecosystem. Yeah, and what's interesting is it almost cross-pollinates within itself. And that's where this becomes a little bit dangerous is that if you're running a Performance Max campaign, that's pretty much it. You get to choose the products from your feed that go into a Performance Max campaign. So you can run like 10 products in Smart Shopping, a different 10 products on Performance Max. But dude, that's brilliant. So you yeah. could take the Smart Shopping products that have like the, the super high ROAS that you don't want to mess with, keep them inside of Smart Shopping, and then the products that you need expansion on that Smart Shopping, because Smart Shopping likes to favor products quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got my 500 SKUs and Smart Shopping, like I'm going to sell these 10 and that's it. Yeah. And now we're here forever. And so you could, you could push those into Performance Max in order to get more, more visibility, right? Or you can even take your best performing products and put those into Performance Max. Because I like then, how when I'm wrong, you're really kind about it. And then you find a way to make it sound like I didn't just say something stupid. But yeah, the, it's funny because Performance Max can take what's working and amplify that. And then what you do is you take your smart shopping campaign and you find out all the other products and to really have any sort of visibility and test them just to a small ecosystem of bottom of the funnel say, does this sound? Okay, so smart shopping price? bubbles the product to the surface and then Performance Max is the one that would take it and launch it. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like saying, hey, I wish I had my best performing products in smart shopping. Also have YouTube ads about them and display ads and discover ads and search ads all about that same product. So it's- I it's, still don't understand how Performance Max lives inside of the shopping ecosystem, the shopping feed. I'm talking about Google Shopping specifically. Mm -hmm. Performance Max pushes into Google Shopping, but still lets you use the other bid strategies. Yeah, it's 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 really odd because it's almost, because you can use bidding strategies in standard shopping. You can run manual CPC in standard shopping. So it's kind of inheriting those. Yeah, but, but smart shopping, because it was algorithmic, I thought it had it was something about the shopping ecosystem plus the, the restricted bidding is what allowed Google to expand it. So now that they're letting you use Performance Max in shopping, with more tools, it makes me wonder why smart shopping was so restrictive. Yeah, and that's a really good question. I don't, I don't really necessarily know. And and think about this though, if you if you have a really good e-commerce campaign or account, you have your smart shopping, and then you're also running a YouTube campaign at the same time, and you're also running search campaign. That's, that's performance max. Yeah, it's just right. under one umbrella. But what's so stupid, but also brilliant about it at the same time is it's like okay, we're going to build your shopping campaign done. Okay, we're going to build your YouTube campaign. Okay, done. We're going to build your display campaign. Okay, done. Now you have a performance max campaign. Like, it's kind of cool. You have to build them individually inside of one campaign. I don't like knowing that there's something better than smart shopping out there because I've hung my hat so heavily on smart shopping and for performance max to come out. I mean, when did they, what, it was like December 7th, right? That they made it available and accessible in all campaigns publicly. E yeah. No, sorry. November. Sorry. Yeah. That, well, that's, and, and if you're listening and you still don't have it, you have to petition Google. Like it, it's, it's kind of stupid. They'd be like, Hey, it's a bit one. one. And it's not, yeah, it's not, we're still like, we were running up campaigns. We're like, Hey, can we please have it in this account? We're like, we'll go back in 72 hours. So yeah, it's kind of a pain. It's not actually available to everyone just yet, but it should be. And you can petition Google to, to give it to you. But yeah, we're going to be testing it more and more and more. And you know, we're going to learn some new things about where it's best and where it's not. But in our limited testing, it's shown some really good, really good results. Well, every time Google changes something, it's better for us. <laughs> right. Uh, 
it's more well, confusing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not always great for a client, sadly. Job security, I guess, is a thing. Right. Awesome. Dude, this is great. So Performance Max for retail. If you don't have Performance Max available to you, go petition Google from myself and, and John Moran, who, if you're not aware, is the chief strategist over at Solutions 8, probably the smartest Google Ads guy in the whole wide world. Thanks for being here, dude. Appreciate yeah. you. Thanks for having me. I love, I love coming on and talking about all the fun stuff that we're doing all day long. Yeah. And for those of you listening, uh, first of all, thank you so much for listening to and supporting the podcast. We're so truly grateful to you. And for those of you who've written a kind review, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, thank you especially. Um, <laughs> really appreciate y'all. That's, and, and you know, I'm, you know I'm, I'm being kind of petulant here, but it's, it's, it, that's the signal to the algo that we're relevant. So if you have done that, truly thank you. And if you haven't done that, you want to take just a second and go do it, I'd be forever grateful. Until next time, we will see you soon. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Hey, it's Kasim here, and I have a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your website? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully target your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. That means you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and then safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. I've personally met the CEO, Adam Robinson, and the guy is absolutely brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for PT listeners. If you are an e-commerce brand that's doing over a million in annual revenue and You've gone through their easy 30-minute onboarding process. If you don't 5X your investment within the first six months, they will give you all of your money back. To take advantage of this offer, go to getemails.com forward slash scalable. That's getemails.com forward slash scalable. Hey, PT listeners. When's the last time your business published on its blog? If the answer is, that's way too long for me to remember... I want you to listen up because our friends at BKA Content have a new service where they'll deliver fresh blogs to your inbox and all you have to do is just post them on your site. Now, these articles are all originally written just for your business. They're not generic articles that are just copy and pasted or thrown into some AI software or written by a VA. No, these are professional writers who are going to sit down and write articles just for your business. We've used them in the past, and they're absolutely fabulous. Now, if you want an extra reason to go try them yourself, BK is giving PT listeners half off their first month. Just go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual to get started. That's bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual.